Good morning, team. Good morning, team. God, again, we want to thank you and thank you in the Trinity that you give us the life, the joy, the responsibility, but above all, sitting at your feet and knowing your Lord and God. Thank you that you have blessed us with everything in this world. You are God, our God. You are our friend. You know there are some people who have and some people don't have. As we come to worship you through this little homily, I'm going to give. Give me the right words to talk to you. Give me the wisdom to expound the passage. But above all, give me the right attitude of knowing that you are Lord and God. So through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen, amen, amen. My amen, friend, Akilo, and my sister, thank you for praying for me. Thank you for encouraging me. Thank you for committing me to God this morning as I minister to the people. In fact, when my sister Okiro was talking, I said, God, what is this embedded in this great topic which we have to share today? Cultivating a heart for the lost. Drawn from Matthew 9, 35, 38. I will just give a preamble, a small introduction to put this topic in text. Let me remind you, my colleagues who are listening to me, that in chapter 9, the whole of cha chapter 9, the, the Pharisees accused Jesus because they thought wrongly that he was demon-possessed. Many of them, because they are religious leaders and they knew what to do, they thought that because Jesus searched for the lost, they thought what he was doing, he was a man possessed with a demon. As you read in verse 32 of the same chapter. Listen, listen what they said in verse 34. That Jesus can cast out demons because he's empowered by the prince of demons. They saw this man had just come in this world to show off and he could do what he had done. He was accused, like many of you and me, of blasphemy, befriending the outcast. And that's where my topic is. Impaired, calling himself God and serving Satan, which was terribly wrong. Jesus had a purpose which he was to fulfill to reach out to those people who were needy. Needy in the sense that some in the kingdom of this world had more and some did not have. His purpose was to reach out to those who were lost. Lost spiritually, lost materially, lost academically, lost in all forms as we are going to see. So that was a longer session by surface of saying that he was blasphemous. He was just befriending them, those who were outcasts, and calling himself God. In fact, he was a God. 
those Pharisees would have accepted him rightly, but they walked behind him. They maligned him. And in most cases, you and me, as you are going to discover, when you are looking and searching for the lost, there are very many people who malign you. The word malign means someone who is your friend, my friend, who will work behind you because he has a purpose of cutting off your legs and then you become incapacitated. But Jesus was not. Why did these guys, like you are going to say, do this? Because Jesus was a son of God who superseded them and bypassed their authority. Jesus was commissioned to come here to preach, to heal, to assist the needy. And he superseded the authority of those guys who knew they knew better. Jesus showed them that they didn't have power over people. He weakened their authority, their power, their influence, and they thought, Ooh, who is this guy who is doing all this? He directly challenged their cherished brief. You know when some people like the Pharisees and others have their own interests, their cherished beliefs. Then the person who comes in to do that one is a threat to them. Jesus exposed their hidden vision and insecure motive. Those are important points which you have to know. When you want to serve the outcasts, like my colleague Alan prayed in the morning, you really need to understand the context, the need, the character of those who are lost. And in this context of this morning, because of time, I'm going to look at the compassion ministry, where we say, cultivating a heart for the lost. The word cultivate, the word cultivate is so rich in meaning. The word cultivate means digging. You find a garden which is raw and then you dig. You prepare. You plan for it. You hoe it. You fertilize it. You mulch it. Cultivating means that, that you plan to reach out to the garden, which requires hoeing, digging, preparing, fertilizing, mulching, and making that garden independent and productive. And the Orsens Cathedral, through the church, you and me, look out to those who need to be cultivated and assisted to be independent. That's why Jesus spends time reaching out to those. You remember, 
you remember what he did and i'm going to give examples he raised he reached out to him cultivated the ways of reviving his health he healed a bleeding woman a bleeding woman who had had that problem for quite a long time but he reached out to that mom that mother and healed her jesus ate with sinners and that one annoyed the pharisees very much how can a person who calls himself the son of god a new prophet eat with sinners that was another challenge found in verse 9 of chapter 9 even healed a paralyzed man reaching out to those who were needy cultivating a heart for the lost there are very many examples especially in chapter 9 where jesus cultivates that attitude the heart for the lost jesus never minded about the Pharisees. he changed the people in front of them one of the things which i'm so happy about all saints and the people is that they are reaching out to the people they are people at all saints and i thank god for that who religiously contribute in silence to the compassion ministry there are men and women who every month bring food which we give to the people they are old women old men younger people who bring in cash every sunday and they cultivate that idea of reaching out to the people they don't mind about what they have but they know god has empowered them with funds with food with clothes and they reach out others verse 36 says jesus had compassion on them because they were confused and helpless like sheep without a shepherd he had compassion on them because they were confused and helpless like sheep without a shepherd when a person is in need he is very very vulnerable and he requires someone to take him or her out of that confused state she or he is helpless like a sheep without a shepherd let me give you an example my cow, my father had many cows when we are young we looked after cows but not like those guys we got who are called Ibarro. but once in the holidays especially after p7 our father could say go and take the cows out and some goats but if you don't have experience of taking cows they will run around and then you also become a lost sheep but jesus is giving us a key lesson his deeper meaning his deeper inner godly attitude his resilience and mercy of god for his people reaching out the need requires you and me to have that deeper jesus heart which is godly which is resilient which is merciful of identifying 
of knowing, of counseling, of talking to those people, and then you require them to improve part of their life. It is very important that this is done by the cathedral. And let me tell you, my colleagues who are listening to me, people are always happy. Christmas is drawing near. We are now having a number of people coming in, seeking for funds, for medical, for transport, for clothing. I want to appreciate you people of God. That like Jesus says, cultivating a heart for the lost. Many of you have now begun bringing in items for assisting. We have bales of used clothes, which we can give out. Recently, for this quarter, we have already purchased some food, which we are going to give out. Some beans, some sugar, some rice, some portion, which we normally give to those who are needed. Jesus compares these who are vulnerable to Israel as sheep without a shepherd. And this one is clearly reflected in Isaiah 34, 5-6, when also Isaiah looks at Israel, Ezekiel, I mean, as sheep without a loss. Jesus, therefore, became the shepherd. He becomes the shepherd like you and me. That within your family, within your community, it is your responsibility and right and your job to identify those people. When you identify them, then you bring in the godly aspect of opening the way. John 10, 14 says, I'm the good shepherd. I know my shepherd and they know me. Open up that way in your heart, in your community, in your home. Clean the way. When we say clean the way, open up the, the way. Clean the way of apportioning part of what you have for those who are vulnerable. Opening up may be quite okay. But then cleaning the way of knowing what can I give? What can I apportion? What can I remain in my home is very key. My dear friends, let me remind you that when you are giving to God, don't give everything we have and then you begin complaining. No, God is so rational. God is so generous. He wants you to tithe, give what you have for those who are lost. He's saying, enable you and me, people, to enter and pass through the way. That's why he says in John 10, 14, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and they know me. If you know your sheep and they know you, then they walk with you comfortably. Verse 37, 38 says, and there are other lessons which you and me would need to learn. He looked at the crowd and likened them to a field of ripe harvest. In fact, Jesus looks at you and me and he says, Ah, Okilaro, Santong, Jafu, I'm using the people I don't fear. 
Rebecca, and others, you are ripe to give to others. He looked at the crowd and liked them to a feed ripe for harvest. But he says, even when the field is ripe for harvest, I have few workers. We are lacking workers to reach out to the people. Then he says, go out. Go out and reach out to them. Go out and harvest them. Go out, preach to them, pray with them, counsel them, provide material assistance. Then settle them to salvation. These people need to be settled to salvation. In fact, recently in a committee meeting as clergy, we said, no, many people come for assistance. These days, when people come for assistance, we spend time praying with them, knowing where they come from, what they are their needs. And then after praying with them, we say, the food which all saints is giving you, the clothes, are meant to assist you walk, open up the way, and go and become a disciple to others. There are some really who have accepted the Lord as Lord and Jesus, but there are some who don't. But what we do is to try to open up the way and enable them to know that God is the God of control, a God who can take them to victory. In most cases, and let me remind you and appeal to you, that once you want to let these people who are lost become empowered, you and me need to acquire and or develop a quantity and skill of reaching out to them. We don't have a lot of time, but let me just talk about in a minute about that one. You and me must develop and acquire a prayerful, a prayerful skill and quantity of knowledge of knowing. What do I mean? What I mean that when we are looking at cultivating a heart for those who are lost, like Matthew saying, you need to pursue them, call to them, work hard, nurture them, develop them, grow them to being mature people who have responsible responsibility of not coming on a church to look for it, but assisting them to know God as Lord and Savior, allow them to join our home cells and they become disciples, allow them, if it is possible, to also find a way of becoming self-supporting and above all, preach to them, mentor them, and disciple them. Give special attention and care to them. As I conclude this morning, as I conclude this morning, let me recap. We have been looking at the topic, cultivating a heart for the lost. Cultivating requires you and me to be deliberate. You have to plan. You have to pray for it. You have to think of what to do. The church is thinking you and me are thinking of reaching out 
and cultivating a heart, a heart of love, a heart of compassion, a heart of providing for those, for the lost. These are the lessons which I want to leave with you. That you and me, number one, you and me, we are all workers in the field of those who are lost. Some are preachers, some are administrators, some are farmers, some are lawyers, some are doctors, some are preachers, some are mechanics, some are everything. But in every area where you are, you can cultivate a heart for the lost. And you must also do the following. Involve them in fellowship. Reach them out. Do acts of compassion. Pray and heal. Like I normally tell you, I am a prayerful person. But I am a person who has the gift of God. But I recognize some other people who do healing, who do deliverance. If you have that capacity, my brother, my sister, our children listen to us. Do it because God has called you to be a worker and cultivate a heart for those who are lost. Secondly, that God has commanded you and me to pray for these people and respond to their call. Kindly pray for these people. Sometimes I'm overwhelmed. In fact, my wife knows. Vera, one time she used to complain, but now she knows. Almost every day I have to have money. And people come to my office almost every time. But what I've learned to do, and the grace of God, when I have 50,000, I change it to 5,000. So that you know that every day, I have about 5,000, if there's no money in the office, to go to those who just come and cross over. There are some people who come to the office and say, Canon, I just want 3,000 only. I just want to go and eat something. Then we pray together, I preach to them, I give them 5,000. There are some of people who say, I want transport. There are some people who come and lie. The other day, I followed one person. Another man of about 50, he came leaping. I gave him 10 kilograms of posho. He forgot me, I was not putting on a collar, I was putting on a tie. After getting off the tent, I followed him to the, to the Ascaris down there. I found him negotiating to sell the posho. I said, my friend, what is happening? He said, no, I have my food to sell. He had forgotten me. He said, how much? That posho of 10 kilograms is almost 40,000. And you wanted 8,000. Can you imagine? I said, my brother, you have been to my office. You said something, but I forgive you. Go, never come back to sell God's money because God is not going to bless you. This is the ministry you and me are going through. Some people come lying. One time I was telling people, there's a man who came. He was pretending, putting on a Muslim. He was leaping and he had tied one leg. With a rope. I left my telephone on the telephone, but I'd seen him on the table. I'd seen him quite a time. I said, You don't worry, I'll give you money to us here. I left my telephone down on the table. 
I walked out. After getting out, he put my telephone, he stepped on it. When I came, I said, my friend, where is my telephone? He said, no, I don't have it. I said, stand up. After standing up, my telephone was down under his foot. I said, you are forgiven. The camera is seeing you. I walked him out. I gave him 5,000 and said, don't come still again. This man is a testimony. Recently, I saw him at church. He was praying. We are praying partners. I hope I'll reach out to him to be a decent man who can preach. Another testimony which I want to give before I finish. You remember about two years ago, there's a boy who came. He sat in front, I was preaching. He said he was desperate. Some of you may remember. I adopted him as my son. I went in my office, I gave him my good shirt, I gave him my suit, I gave him my everything. Many of you gave him clothes, someone bought him a telephone, another bought him a watch. They gave me many things. We worked with him. The boy is lost. In fact, even wanted to put him on compassion fees. But recently I found him on Kampala Road near the post office. I said, my son, he said, I'm lost. I got lost. So reaching out to the lost is costful. It's a discipleship, but you don't get tired. May God give us the grace to reach out to them in fellowship, pray for them, have compassion for them, and all prayer to them because Jesus has commanded us to do it. Number three. We need to be ready to be used by his work. My colleagues, listen to me. Like Matthew says, cultivate a heart for the lost. We must be ready to be used for his work. In whatever office, in whatever home, please be ready to be used for God's work. I want to appreciate all saints, Christian that you are ready to support all the ministries, but you have supported me in a compassion to reach out to the needs of others. That is godly because that was one of the mission Jesus asked you and me to do. And finally, and this is a plea to you and me, allow yourself to become his disciples. Allow yourself to become his disciples. Take a lead. Give me a call. If you have anything to assist, come to the reception because we have very many people who are lost. Pray for them, disciple them, reach out to them, give them what can be possible for you. Because when you do this one, then Jesus says, you fed those who are needy. You housed them. You brought joy to them. Remember, when Jesus called the 12 disciples, he never drafted them like you make a proposal. He never forced them. He just asked them to volunteer. When you become a worker, in his vineyard of reaching out to the people, you are not forced, 
you are just made a volunteer. He chooses you to serve them in a special year, a special way. Jesus is calling you and me today to be his disciple. He's choosing you and me to follow him. And he's saying, come as you are. He does not mind, but come as you are so that you can fulfill this one other gift of the spirit, the gift of being compassionate to others. This is the question I want to leave you and me. When Jesus calls you to follow him, how are you responding? When Jesus is calling you today to follow him, as Christmas is drawing near, how are you responding? First, in your family. Second, in your community. Thirdly, in the church. How are you going to cultivate the heart for the lost? May God bless you. May God give us a heart of reaching out to those who are lost. May God touch you and me to be vulnerable to those who are vulnerable, to be lovable, those who are not loved, to be present for those who are not present with anything. And the ministry of presence is important. I want to end with this example. <clears throat> Yesterday, my heart was overjoyed. You know, can quite a lost a wife, Erin, one of you. But when I saw the Archbishop of Church of Uganda, Kazimba, when I saw Bishop Huntington, when I saw almost 20 clergy going to Quetessa's home, and we were praying, when I saw ladies and gentlemen of All Saints Church coming in to pray and sing and thank God for life of Helen, ah, I said, God, thank you. Finally, at the end, I talked to Reverend Khan because he's my friend. He said, for the last 20 years, the church has come back to me. They have known I am there. I missed somewhere, somewhere, but I saw forgiveness. That is the role you and me need to do, that we have to reach out to those who are lost. The church must reach out to those who are lost. If someone has done a mistake, the church must pass and reach out to the lost. It must reach out to the lost. When you reach out to the lost, it means we preach a gospel of grace, a gospel of reconciliation, a gospel of love. Yesterday, we reached out to the quotators, cultivating a heart for the lost. Jafu was there, our provost. Moses was there. Kedres was there. And other men and women. I felt God was reaching out to the lost. And I think that is the ministry of you and me and others of reaching out to the lost. And I know what we did yesterday as a cathedral was reaching out to those in need. May God bless you. May God bless us in recognizing 
that we don't only provide compassion, but we need also to reach out to those who need prayer. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. We say amen. Amen, amen. Papa. Amen. 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 Let me pass clap for my father. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Canon. Thank you, Canon. You've spoken to our hearts. Let's receive this word. Our God and our Father, we come this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Adonai. Thank you. Thank you. Lord, we cannot thank you enough. In this short time, Lord, we receive this word. Your servant has encouraged us to reach out to the lost. Lord, we have seen him reach out to the lost. Lord, so we receive this word. We receive these instructions. And we pray that, Lord, we pray for him and Mama Vera. Pray for my mother. Lord, that as they take on many people in compassion, as Lord, that even their children will pick it up from them because this is their calling. Lord, I pray that even as we shall pick up the instructions he has given. Thank you, oh Lord. Bless him. Lord, refill him that even he speaks more to us. He speaks more in reaching out the lost. Because there, Lord, there are so many people in Kampala, in the world over, who are lost, lost in many things, more lost in alcohol, lost in morality, lost in lies, lost in, in vagabondism, lost. Lord, thank you. Lord, he says that, Lord, we must recognize each other. Lord, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for speaking to us this morning. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Friends, I totally want to agree with you. And I know you're, you're even speaking to yourself that, ah, Canon has spoken to me. Where you were discouraged. I know many of you have done compassion work when you have not even been told. You have looked for the lost. If we ask Mama Jolly, uh, the fridge raiders, if we ask uh, 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 the British trained Mama Grace Kiria, uh, reaching out the lost. Sometimes when these old people go to reach out the lost, you get ashamed and say, so what am I doing? When people give birth, I see the old. But today, this morning, Canon has encouraged us, do not give up. It, and reaching out the lost is difficult. Friends, you know it. Each one of you has reached out the lost. It is difficult. They can be liars. They can be arrogant. They can be what? So I want us to start from there. Again, 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 you are praying for yourself, yourself, yourself that God helps you to continue where you were giving up. I just want us to open the airwaves. You know, it's Edgar. I am not going to pray for you. I will pray for you at another time. Pray for yourself. Just first of all, let's ask for repentance. You know, there is when you do compassion or when you reach out to the lost and then you say, why did I even do that? You just get angry. So let's begin by repenting. Open the hours because each one of us has gotten lost that I picked this person. You know, the person Canon is talking about that boy. We were there in that midweek service. He ran, brought his suit. What? And many of us had had have had that encounter where you reach out and somebody steals from you, somebody 
abuses you, somebody looks at you as a mistreater, all those. So let us pray. Let's bring repentance where we have gotten annoyed that we reached out. Open the airwaves. Amen. Our God and our Father, Lord, I bring myself as early. Lord, I repent where I'm bringing you. Lord, many times I've reached out and I've been hurt. I and I regret why I did it. I've reached out and looked for the lost and I said, Lord, why did you bring me? Lord, I've complained, I've traveled. Lord, it is a challenge. Lord, sometimes as a family, we have reached out to help somebody. They turn back to us. We've reached out to give me We've reached out to you. Give me the heart. Lord, Yes, there are sometimes people have come even in the parking, there are people are having food in the boot. And among us ourselves, sometimes you find that you even don't have food, you don't have fuel. And somebody gives, I went to the garden, I brought beans. And I've, me, I've, I've been part of that benefit when people say, hey, there are beans here, you can we share? So be deliberate in doing compassion, in reaching out the lost, be deliberate. So again, pray for yourself that Lord help me to be deliberate. Number one, to look out, to reach out. Now, those are the prayer points. You let's pray for ourselves to be deliberate, to look out for the lost, to reach them out, to pray with them, and to, to continue what we are doing. Open the airwaves again. Pray for yourself that let Lord give me to be deliberate. Give me to be to reach out. Help me where I cannot reach out. Let, and then involve them. Pray for them. Canon said we have to pray. And for sure we have to pray for these people. When you have to reach out for the lost, you have to pray. Open the airwaves. Let's pray. Father God, give me a heart to deliberate in reaching out Lord let me look out for them Lord in my community in my home in my office in my, in my community Lord where I in my farm Lord help me in my village look out for the lost or cultivate that my God and my Father it's not easy I told you that you were using Belzebub Lord, sometimes we Jesus. have to follow this issue of looking for the lost and they learn from you, Lord. Lord, Father, thank you. Close us with righteousness. In Jesus' name, I have prayed. Amen. Amen.
Uh, friends, the other issue Karen talked about is involve of them in fellowship. First of all, when we are looking mm-hmm. out for people, the issue is drawing them to Christ. It's not about just material things. Because when we when we give out the material help and cultivating that mm-hmm. uh, is to bring them to Christ. We must get mm-hmm. people to fellowships where they are built. Uh, some of them you have to take them to Mother's Union, Christian Women, Father's Union. You have to be with, well, well, even when they're in compassion, get them to Bible study. So we have to pray, but we have to get fellowship is a very important thing because fellowship mm-hmm. makes you accountable. You are in young marriage, you are accountable to them. You are in the yoms, you are accountable to them. Uh, what, I, I mean, these fellowships help us to grow and get to Christ. I remember one time on the young marriage, you know, there are people who are old, but they're still in the young marriage, not because they are young, but it's a fellowship that draws people to Christ. You're in the worship team. Mm -hmm. There are people who are not saved who are in the worship team. Reach out to them, get those lost people so that they don't become a problem to the cathedral because they are there. Mm -hmm. I mean, they have the voices. But if you're called to the worship ministry, you are also called to reach out the lost in your ministry because mm-hmm. they are not saved. So fellowship brings you back to Christ. Amen? Mm-hmm. It is important. I am working with joy. I am working with Agnes, but there is a challenge of one person. So we must reach out and we mm-hmm. must be determined to get that person. And especially when it comes to amongst us, we can be here as a group, but somebody is lost amongst us. Those are the most difficult ones. So let us pray that, Lord, show us the lost amongst ourselves and allow us to become disciples. Disciple people, disciple people. Like Canon has said, disciple them. Call them. Call them. Jesus called them. Jesus healed, but he kept saying, follow me. Follow me when he called the disciples, follow me. So let's follow Christ, and then the rest follow us. Let us pray. Our God and our Father, our Father in the Lord has told us to be, uh, to be deliberate, to have fellowship. Allow us to have fellowship in our homes, fellowship in ourselves, fellowship in our, in our unions, fellowship in our ministries. Lord, in doing hospitality, Lord, in reaching out to us so that Lord, you help us, help us to allow us to thank you, God, Lord. You call us to, to cultivate a way of looking out for the lost. Lord, there are many people who are lost amongst us. You look at people, but Lord, we are bringing this matter to you. Help us to look out for the Lord. Help us to be readily available. In Yeshua's name, I prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. I want to pray. Now that I'm praying, that Lord, when, when the Lord calls you, you will answer because the harvest is plenty. I want to pray that we all, uh, we are, we answer to the call of looking for the lost. We answer to the call. Mm-hmm. I, I, there are people who are lost out there, but they are within us. They are within mm-hmm. us. And you just see, even when people come to on Sunday Sunday service, 
That times when people are just, you see somebody folding hands, then you see this one, there's something very hurting. They are lost. So cultivate that heart. Um, talk about Canon Quetesa. One of the things one time Canon Quetesa did for us for about more than three months, he told us when you reach, no sitting with your husband if you came married, no sitting with your friend, sit with another person. And then he told us one time that when you get out, you all sense people, don't walk straight to the car and go. I know there is no parking, but first greet two, three people. Know how they are. How has been your day? How was your week? It's compassion. Just greeting. Sometimes some people just need a, a greeting and encouraging and encouraging them. A person comes in the morning you, and you're just walking past. Please greet people, greet the old, greet the young. The young need us, the old, the young need. I mean, if we are, me, I, I, my testimony, if I had not walked with, with older women when I became a widow, I would not be where I am. They, they, mm. they opened their, their, their hands to me, Mama Alex Mogeza, Mama uh, Mbazira. I, they, I mean, when you're, that is looking for the lost, you're lost. Hmm? Mm. Let us pray. Our God and our Father, this morning we pray that, Lord, we shall again cultivate the heart of looking for the lost among us. In all saints, we call, Lord, give us humility. Humility. Yes, the canon told us you have to be humble to reach to these people and follow them. Lord, teach us to follow up. Teach us to follow up. Lord, that is what Life Ministry taught us, to follow up. So, Lord, give us a discipline of following up the lost. Lord, sometimes it's just a call. We have the airtime, but we keep quiet. Lord, help us to call people. Help us to pray with people. Now, Lord, you have even made it better. We don't have to walk to them. We have to, to call mm -hmm. them and pray on phone. Let them know the love of Christ. Thank you, our God and our Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Friends, I want to thank you and thank you for the call. And I want still to encourage you. Look for the lost among us. Help the lost. It's not easy. And also draw people to sell. Draw people to sell to your body groups, to your prayer groups. And uh, when you identify, Canon said, you know, I'm a prayerful person. But if somebody needs deliverance, get the team, the deliverance team to reach out. Because it sometimes it's demonic attack that somebody is on and you can't deal with it. Ask another person. I mean, if it's counseling, get the counseling team. Let us pray. Our God and our Father, this morning we thank you. Thank you for teaching us about reaching out to the lost. Lord, it's painful. Sometimes it takes time, money. And, oh Lord, you have been our present help in time of need. As a cathedral, Lord, we bless all saints. Lord, we say thank you for allowing us to be members of the compassionate team. Thank you for everyone that gives to the ministry of compassion. Thank you for the team that works with Papa Sentongo uh, and Mama Ogwang, the, the, uh, the Peters, the Bulls, all the team in that ministry. And then there are those people working compassion silently. They are members of compassion that are not known, but you, Lord, you know. Lord, all saints, people do compassion in their homes, in their, everywhere they are. I ask you, bless them. 
ask you that you you encourage them encourage each one of us encourage me encourage my mothers here in the call encourage my friends encourage the young to be compassionate to be able to reach out blessed be the name of the lord in jesus name we have prayed amen amen amen, amen.